2: Well, you recording? Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one bachelorette recap podcast, hosted by a male and racial best friend duo. To our knowledge, that could have changed. I haven't been keeping up with the competition. Stick around for the end of the this episode. You think it's going to end on a dour note because the real life episode did? Mm-hmm. We have refer a friend month. Oh winners to announce wow 10 sticker winners and one t-shirt winner the grand prize right yeah is that I didn't go back and check and see if that's what we I feel like that's right right.
1: (laughs) that sounds right (laughs) right.
2: and I gotta tell you uh, though we appreciate everyone who referred friends very much appreciate makes a huge difference you got pretty good odds to win (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the odds are pretty good. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Anything else to say, B, before we get started? I don't think so. Sorry this is late. Let's jump right in. Let's not get into really, it. Not really, not that sorry, but... <laughs>
1: I had a great week, so I loved not having to do this right away. I loved it <laughs> on Facebook. It looked like some shit popped off i didn't yeah. I didn't read into it, so I didn't know exactly what had happened, but it looked like some drama went down based on what I saw online um but I didn't read any articles or anything, so I didn't know exactly what happened. I was just wiped my hands free. I had no just- clue what happened and didn't care. Get Not on a care the in the world. From, Not know? a care in the world. Let me hop <laughs> on this ride.
2: That's what I uh very glad you were out this week. I watched it live on Monday. Didn't oh, take did. any notes. Okay. I
1: just watched it. That's a good one to watch live with no notes, just in the moment.
2: I was just watching it and I thought, uh, this sucks. I don't want to <laughs> talk about this or think about this. That wasn't fun. That was awful. <laughs> It wasn't. It just wasn't that fun. Now I'm, you know, I'm feeling looser. I'm feeling looser. You feel looser. good, yeah. I, like, you guess what? It, everything's fine. Paradise is in like nine days. Paradise is right around the corner.
1: You want to talk about fun times? You're talking about paradise. And as I already told you, they're gonna blow it out, Rim. I also, the budget.
2: What's the budget? <laughs> the
1: AB? budget. They're blowing this thing <laughs> out.
2: All right, let's get through it. We're probably gonna go relatively quickly through Blake and Justin's hometowns. towns uh, don't have a ton of. We'll try to make jokes where possible, but I don't... I have
1: nine pages of notes instead of my usual 15 or so. I was going to say,
2: nine is nothing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's it's a short... The notes are short.
2: We have... I also want to mention we have a big mailbag. We got a lot of interesting Michael feedback. Oh. You forgot that was the question. Well, it's been, it's been, de- it's been know, ages, uh, years. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying we forgot the question. <laughs>
1: yes, I definitely forgot the question. And what happened? Michael yeah. was oh so long ago for yeah. in time and also with what happened. So, <laughs>
2: and we got some, we got some, uh, people texted in hot on Monday, <laughs> on Monday night. Oh, so okay. we got some of those okay, responses too. We'll read those. First up, Blake hometown date. Quaint to be speaking of this. He did his best to bring to Canada to the New Mexico desert. Okay? Can, Canadian can I come, flags. Clean? Can I come yeah. clean about something? Did rim- you just fast forward through this?
1: No, I, I didn't know what happened. So I didn't fast forward through anything. I just knew mm-hmm. something happened based on there was a buzz in the air online when I <laughs> yeah. when I briefly check there was a buzz. Was I didn't Internet. know what was... happened, but I knew <laughs> yeah. something big had happened. OK, and some one of my friends, one of our friends said it was the best. It's the, <laughs> it the most dramatic episode of all time. And they meant it was the word best used. I don't, no, they didn't say best. No, I didn't think anybody said they best. Said, I can't even remember what they said. Something about how it was the most gripping television they've ever seen the last 30 minutes or something. So I knew something had happened. Um, but I'm going to be honest about something else for him. Yeah. I forgot about the bubble situation. I figured they were flying somewhere else. I really did. <laughs> this <laughs> It bummed me out when I realized, oh, yeah, they're in a bubble. They're lame not going downs. anywhere. These are going to be lame. Yeah. Uh, I went in, I pushed play. I was thinking, okay, we're going all over the USA. We're going to we're Saskatchewan. Going to Canada. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going all over the place. Nope. We're just staying nope, here. We got
2: two hockey jerseys and a carriage. Uh, they had, they basically just had Canadian flags everywhere. This, I, I was trying to think of what this reminded me of. It was Serena Pease. It was basically the she same thing one. as Serena Pease yeah. with Matt, where they just put Canadian stuff up inside and said, yeah. here's poutine.
1: And it was fun. Just like that was, I had, I thought this was fun. As good as you could do in uh, given the circumstances, I suppose.
2: Blake used to bartend. He claims people just drink syrup out of brandy glasses or whiskey <laughs> snifters, whatever you want whatever those were. He just casually mentioned that syrup is at his bedside table. "Quote: We use this for everything." So I don't believe that Canadians just drink syrup. I all the Canadians in the world could text uh, into the text line and be like, "No, we really do. We go to bars and order it, and it's seven ninety nine for a won't shot." it. I don't believe it. I don't, I, believe, it. I no. don't believe you.
1: Why would you order a shot of maple syrup? What sense does that make? <laughs> no. And that, no. Yeah, I mean, you, no. Yeah. No. You don't have it anywhere. You, no. you don't just have maple syrup all over the place.
2: <laughs> Not behind the bar. That's silly. While playing darts, Katie asks, are you good at darts? And Blake goes, this was nothing, but I've responded to it. <laughs> I noted. Goes, every Friday and Saturday, this is what I do. I go to the bar and play darts, and... I thought that's what you have to look forward to, Katie. Every Friday and Saturday, Blake goes to the bar and plays darts.
1: <laughs> that's uh, Blake. That's that's not a good thing, and that'd be something I'd try to hide. I would.
2: <laughs> this is your life, baby. This is what you're signing up for. You
1: get to sit back and watch me play darts. <laughs> <Sit> <laughs> up. I might teach you. And this is coming from a dart guy. I like darts. Love darts. I love darts, <laughs> but I like darts in moderation. Okay, it can't be every single. It can't. It can't be too much,
2: Blake. No, no. <laughs> Balloons on the dartboard. Each one had a questions. Uh, one of them said, "Would you move to Canada?" And she says, "It's always a possibility." Wishy washy uh, answer. Yeah, I, r- was politician <laughs> answers.
1: Yes, I didn't. I did not get the feeling she would move to Canada. I mean, they're not. No, no one's moving to Canada. You do this show and then you move to Los Angeles you don't move to Canada or New York yeah that's it, that's it. those are your two options so no I'm not moving to Canada and you aren't you aren't staying there okay that's just the rules
2: well I think Blake might stay there the guy loves the outdoors but he hmm. will only live there part-time because he is he's soon will have tenure on this show Well, he will just <laughs> every other season is on in some yes. he'll be on more than Wells they ride a mechanical bull uh, they make out after falling out off. They put on Canada jerseys and play hockey in the driveway.
1: Honey bear on his jersey. Honey bee on her jersey. I did not notice that.
2: Honey bear. Surprised like, it wasn't some syrup reference. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Greg is watching from afar or purported to be watching from afar. I'm not sure I believe. <laughs> I'm okay. sure he saw them. You're not, I'm sure you sure not believe it? No, I'm sure he saw a glimpse of their date because he said he did. Yes, I'm not sure if the balcony. If he's watching from the balcony, all I ask is that you put it in the same frame as the date, so I can see <laughs> okay. that it's happening at the same. The little, That's
1: all I ask. Yeah, we want to We want one, one. I want one shot. One, one f- shot of him seeing it. All one shot, please.
2: That's all I ask. I believe that he I saw them it, on though. the date. I believe I, it, but I do, I'm not sure if that was the scene that he saw them on the. I don't know. There's not all that much
1: room here. They're doing all this stuff. Uh, They could easily, I can believe it. It's believable. That's all I'm saying. It's believable that he would see them on the date.
2: I didn't question it. He did. I'm saying that what they showed was not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nighttime, unless you have anything else in the daytime portion. Uh, no, no. Blake's hometown nighttime. He's got his mom, Emily, sister, Taylor, somebody named Cody, probably his brother. I didn't. I didn't note.
1: He was a hoss. I know that he was a tall drink of water. Rim. He was a big. There boy. were a
2: couple of tall drinks of water on this episode. He was.
1: He was a big mountain man. I'd call him. Okay. <laughs> I did never never figured out who he was though. I figured it was his brother in law. That's what I thought. It might have been, but he didn't say anything.
2: So Blake's family has zero reservations uh, about any of this. They're not surprised he made it this far. This is his job, after all. He's good at it. <laughs> This is what he does. He goes far <laughs> this, on the this shows. Is what,
1: this is what he does. It's almost funny to most of them. They're making jokes about, you know, you said the same Damn. shit about him. You really this about your all these, now, year yeah, three? Year, the <laughs> third season, you really figured this thing out, Blake.
2: <laughs> this was typical family intro talk. If you're new to the show, hometowns, you sit down with the parents and the family, mm-hmm. and then you go... Well, we're actually much closer than you might think we had a one-on-one date and also mm-hmm. when they came out of the limo that's when our relationship really started so they try to justify the l- well, lunacy of what they're doing like <laughs> yeah, it's actually absolutely. a real relationship yeah. just fyi just and I'm like, okay <laughs> just
1: a heads up i know you don't believe in this at all but we have had a one-on-one
2: we had a date just to under- be clear you know how serious me? that is <laughs> it a date it was an afternoon portion Mom and, and a night portion have been married for
1: 30 years <laughs> you understand we had one date, right
2: I need somebody to get a hometown without having a one-on-one again. It's been (laughs) too long. (laughs) Yes. Blake's mom, Emily, is with Katie. Blake says they align on their outlooks of life. They're perfect Mm -hmm. for each other. Uh, I think he said the same thing about his previous two, but, you know, whatever. We're not here to nitpick. We like the guy. Blake's mom, Emily, and Katie. Blake's mom is concerned it's just an infatuation. I know my son is blazing hot Canadian mountain man, but is there (laughs) more there? Are you really digging deep? He's
1: got the syrup in the nightstand. You know how it goes down with Blake. I know how it goes down. (laughs) Okay, but is there something more?
2: (laughs) You like the maple? You're a maple gal?
1: I know how he does, but...
2: You seem sweet, Wink. (laughs) Blake likes it sweet. (laughs) It's his mom. It is his mom. It, that's kind of the vibe of the conversation. Yes. Obviously, you want to get with him for, like physical. For real. He's the man.
1: For real. Not-
2: you see how his beard's trimmed? <laughs> Obviously, you like him for that reason.
1: But what the else? The man puts it down in the sheets. And we both know that, okay? We both know Listen, that. Look at him.
2: Look at him. <laughs> they don't make him like they do in Alberta. <laughs> Katie says Neither of them Have said they love each other But they both know They can get there She says It doesn't feel right To say it While she's dating Multiple people The old school Bachelor rule This is the old days I appreciated that
1: I love when they Don't say I love you That's what I'm looking for
2: Well especially When you don't know Who's gonna win Unfortunately I feel like We had a We kind of knew Who was the lead dog The whole time But when you really Don't know And they refuse To say the L word Yeah
1: I don't know why it's not part of their contract. Like, you can't say I love to you to anyone that should be. And I thought it was until now they're throwing it out to three or four people a season. So I'm glad they're reverting back. Yeah.
2: Blake's sister Taylor with Blake. She's got to razz him a bit. She's like, hey, well,
1: fun. They're this having is the fun. one now.
2: Remember Claire? <laughs> Borderline obsessed with that girl before you even met <laughs> you her. didn't even meet her. <laughs> now, two bachelor's later, we're doing this. Anyway. <laughs>
1: To be fair to Blake, the Bachelorettes are always great, so it's easy to understand why you'd fall in love with a couple of them. It's n- no shame.
2: Uh, I am agreed. I, you gotta understand. I feel like I'm Blake's sister, too. I'm Raz. Yeah, it's we're good fun It's just all in having good fun. What if somebody else has already said, I love you, Blake, she says, and she said it back? Hmm. Taylor getting into the competition aspect. Good question. In in a way that a lot of families don't. She's like, Hey
1: Hey, dummy, don't blow this. You're losing ground. (laughs) By not by holding back here. Don't don't blow it.
2: She's worried he'll be blindsided if it's not him in the end. I said he won't be. He'll be fine. He'll just be the lead of the Canadian version or he'll just hop on the <laughs> shell season. There's nothing to about. I would love a
1: Blake Bachelor <laughs> Canada. That would be the first overseas show that we recapped for sure. I'd recap
2: in lieu of the American version. I really would. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Blake, yeah. Yeah.
1: absolutely. Yep. I
2: want to see the scenery. Most of all. Mm-hmm. It'd be beautiful. A lot of lakes up there. A lot of he coastline. He would do
1: it in a, like a cabin. They wouldn't have a. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't. Everyone. You'd sleep outside.
2: You'd have to sleep outside. Group dates would be campouts. Yes. Blake's mom, Emily, him, Blake. Emily likes Katie. Can you see her, as, her wife, she, as your wife, she asks. Can you see yourself proposing? Blake says, no question. That's what I'm here to do. I'm ready to go. I got my knee cocked and ready. She borderline <laughs> demands that Blake tell Katie he love her.
1: He said, "Man, the, man the F up and tell her you love her.
2: Blake's mom tells him how proud she is of the star he's becoming on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, she, she did, line it up. I noted that. <laughs> I noted
1: that. She said, "Proud of the journey you're on." What journey are you talking about? He's been on a wild ass journey that no one could be proud of as a mother in the Unless last year. Unless you look
2: at it as like you always said you were going to. You said get you're going to be TV famous. And now you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's I'm that's the only you. explanation because <laughs> his journey to find love has not been haphazard. Yeah, it <laughs> hasn't been good.
2: Blake kind of amping him so his mom and his sister are like you got to drop the album tonight it's time you do it outside the Tahoe they said this is when you do it when
1: you get out to that Tahoe you tell her you love her period
2: otherwise you're done yeah yep so Blake's amping himself up to tell Katie he loves her outside the Tahoe they're kissing he doesn't tell her were you surprised by him not telling her
1: yeah I thought he was going to I thought he was too he feels it. I don't. I don't get the pro, get the situation here. Just tell her. <laughs> got to Just I mean, tell her. We're,
2: we're making jokes. They do have a. They have a fabulous connection. Absolutely. They get along great. I think he really does like her. Like her. I think he loves her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think he loves her, but you, you're supposed to say it anyway. <laughs> okay. Here's a quote from Blake. The word love. It's a scary word to use. The way she kissed me. If things keep going the way that they are, I'm gonna try and do his cadence. If things keep going the way that they are. I see myself getting engaged to Katie. It had the cadence of a classic bad Blake prediction. <laughs> yeah. Like the good old days. Yep. <laughs> I think if me and Tasha go on this date, she'll be overwhelmed by my personality and want to meet my family. <laughs> Anything else on that date? No, just a uh, good date.
1: Everything went, went well. Bad date coming up. Justin's. Yeah. Hometown. It starts on a sour note, rim. <laughs>
2: I, holy cow they, they, this was mean to i think this was mean to show hey justin your parents I don't, don't <laughs> buy this shit um
1: did you did you believe that was why they weren't coming see i kind of thought it was like why are you calling us now you told us like a week ago you have no chance and not to worry about any sort of oh. flight so we planned something <laughs> We oh, have yeah. something planned we're
2: people over. We tonight. talked to you last
1: week on the phone and you said you have no chance of winning and you no chance of getting to hometowns and you have no connection. So why are you calling me on the phone and put me on blast now? Like, like we're <laughs> abandoning you, Justin. That's the vibe I
2: got. I can believe that. That's very plausible. The quote from his mom, her and his dad got on the phone. they were lecturing him about how silly this was. And he had on speaker <laughs> first mistake you know, your dad and I will support you, but huge, but huge, but <laughs> I find it difficult to understand how anyone can get to know someone in the short period of time to propose. Justin's like, yeah, I mean, no, we didn't. It's a Cinderella <laughs> story, mom. What do you want me to say? I'm not You're supposed still gotta to be, be here. here. <laughs> you still got to be here. 16 seed in the final four. <laughs> Luckily, two of Justin's friend, friends were interested in free airfare to New Mexico. So he's set. The Baltimore hometown in the desert, uh, you know, listen, this was lame. This is whack. Yeah. This was whack. This is nothing. There's nothing to it. Here's the suggestion I have for these types of hometowns. If you're going to tour around, they were taking a horse-drawn carriage around the area, the desert. Yes. Make some big printouts of famous city landmarks from Baltimore. So you can point, or personal landmarks, this is where I went to school, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So you can point and talk about them and have conversations that give you background about who you are, rather than just, you're just riding around going, do you like blue cheese? Nothing. It's not a hometown. There
1: was nothing to do with Baltimore here. Except for the seafood. I'm with you. That would be, that'd be a good idea. Just you know, landmarks, stuff to talk about, stuff you would go to if you were in Baltimore. Just it ain't rocket science. Just just it is do simply the stuff not you were to do if you went to Baltimore. Just put something up that shows her that, and then you talk about it. Well done, Rim. You really thank thought you. that through. <laughs> <laughs> the best you.
2: ideas you've ever had. Oh wow, oh, thank you. uh Low bar. Justin tells Katie his parents won't be attending. My parents were not going to make it and won't be able to make it. He says Katie's response made it seem like she knew that, like she was well, told. She knew. That. Yeah, yeah, she knew. She knew. Yeah.
1: I mean, we knew Justin wasn't going to win. We knew, we know this. That's mm-hmm. something we've always known. It's a miracle. He's here, but the parents not being here even solidifies it somehow, even more. I've never been more <laughs> certain of something than just not winning. So you guys are going to get engaged, and his parents won't even come meet you I'm on a free trip. Not happening.
2: No. Justin Hometown Nighttime. Justin's friends are here, Herb and Sam Decker. That <laughs> <laughs> was 6'8".
1: That was a big six man. Eight and lean. <laughs> was, that man was lean.
2: <laughs> I didn't get his real name. Honest to goodness, I did not. I it was I Tommy. I never wrote down his Okay, Tommy. Justin explains to his friends that Katie's the right one for him. All right. Just trust me on this. Katie says they get stronger every week. Herb's never seen Justin so affectionate. PDA is not something he's into. The way I see them interact, it's possible Katie is the one. Herb's got a long.
1: Herb and uh, these two guys don't give a shit about this, Rim. They're just here. They're just here. Listen, these two were drunk. I'll I'll say that. These two were both (laughs) drunk when it started. They're here for the vacation. Like Wait for four hours. More. They're not here for anything else. They don't care about this. They know it's a, They came here Herb for tried. the free trip.
2: Herb tried. He put on a good <laughs> advice face, but sure, everybody knows the deal. <laughs> <I>
1: mean, <laughs> We're standing in place of your parents who wouldn't come because they don't think this is real, and the, you want me to believe you, that you, you are, are about my to blessing. Get, yeah, fine. Yeah
2: what,
1: <laughs> yeah, what do you want? Herb's blessing. Is that what for you want? You. <laughs>
2: Katie and Herb, we're still going to run through it. Katie tells him she's ready to settle down, and Justin's always himself. He's a great kisser. Then Katie tells us, the viewer, that she's saving the L word for the final guy. Justin worried some other guys might be further along. Justin's other friend.
1: Yeah, Justin, they are all f- further ahead, including some a bunch of guys that went home, Justin, are further ahead.
2: I think I meant Herb. Herb might have said that, but the point remains. Okay, okay. Justin's other friend says Katie brings it all out in Justin. He's normally reserved. Yes, Katie, if Justin proposed, could you see yourself saying yes? I do believe we can get there. That's a big
1: that's uh, I have noted here this seemed like a job interview from Katie just, you know, th- saying what they want to hear, getting through this. That's when an
2: interviewer is like, "Hey, can, let's say this happens. What would you do?" "Well, you know, I'd work with the team members to find the best <laughs> yeah. it's possible we can find the solution." All right, so you're bullshitting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're you're bullshitting All right. there. <laughs>
2: Uh, Herb and Justin. Herb was kind of holding Justin's feet to the fire about the L word. So afterwards, Justin was nervous about telling Katie he loves her. Here's the quote. As much as I'm trying to fight it, I know I'm falling in love with you. They kiss. What did you make of this? I thought it was a bad
1: hometown uh, Mm -hmm. overall. Um, What do you want me to say? Start to finish. Bad hometown.
2: I think Katie, in terms of this, I think Katie was happy for Justin for saying that more so than she was happy he has those feelings for her. It was like, a, congrats on overcoming this hurdle. Like, You'll be ready for the next one. That, that express, Him expressing that feeling was not.
1: Come on. Justin thanks the pals for coming. Herb takes a giant sip from his private stock and cocaine <laughs> coke <laughs> and says, I'm going to miss it for the world, pal. <laughs> yeah, a great That's time. what he said. A great time. He took a huge <laughs> sip. <It> was... <laughs> I've never seen a darker drink. <laughs> You never see a dark, dark brown on here. It's always it was like syrup. It's always it was. like a they mojito or something like that. No, this man had a, a dark liquor. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> these two were getting fucked up. They were here to get fucked up. That's all they were here for. Okay, they had a great time. Thank you, Justin. I bet off camera they dapped up and like, can you believe we got here? You did this. You got us here. Thank you so much, Justin.
2: It's been so long since drinking has been like an element of the show that I forgot to even look for yeah that. <laughs> it
1: was like the two uh Katie and Justin had the normal drinks like you know either a wine or a or like a mm. mojito or something like this something light but then the the two bros had dark coke mixed <laughs> it was a rum and coke I know a <laughs> rum and coke when I see one that man had the first rum and coke I've ever seen on this show
2: <laughs> alright anything else on that other than the drink orders <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. I wouldn't miss it from
2: the world, pal.
1: That's what he yeah, said. That's yeah. what I knew Herb was God on luck. some shit.
2: He wasn't here. <laughs> I wouldn't miss it. He took a huge sip. He
1: took a huge sip. I, I wouldn't miss it for the world, buddy. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Alright.
0: Quick break. That's bluenile.com, bluenile.com.:
2: Greg Hometown.. It, well, it, this is where the it voices turns. Turns. the voices voices change. Low. Octaves. Yes. <laughs> well, not quite yet, but the, the, yeah. this is a transition tr- scene. Greg feels like, let me start off with a joke. Feels like he's in a great spot with Katie. Greg does. What's not in a great spot are the five inch inseam shorts he's got on with a baggy top. You can't have those with a baggy top. It looks like you're getting them for a snack in the middle of the night. That's my take on those. He's still kind of reeling from seeing Blake and Katie on their one-on-one the other day. He grew up in Jersey, so they ride around on the tandem bike, which neither of them have done before. Has nothing to do with Jersey Maybe they're doing it on the boardwalk. More likely, I think it's just all the regular bikes are rented for the day. So (laughs) some pork and cheese sandwich. And they ride the surfing version of a mechanical bull. A lot of mechanical bar rides on the home. A lot of bar rides going on here. (laughs) A lot of bar rides. Yep. Up next, they play basketball. This was a little full circle. This was something. Do you remember what Katie and him did on her first date? No. Imagine it was the first one-on-one. Well, it was some, it was something that her oh, and her oh, dad
1: they went camping. They went in on a camping deal because uh, that's they, right. They Your, didn't stay yes. overnight or anything, but they did a bunch of camping activities. They had the fishing. bucket, pooping on the bucket, fishing, uh, all that stuff. That reminded her of her dad. God,
2: I miss those days. Simpler days in the Greg and Simpler Katie relationship days. when Simpler they were in buckets. <laughs> yep. So, you know, Katie showed Greg something her and her dad used to do on their first date. This is the same thing for Greg. His dad coached him in basketball. The biggest, I'm going to do a lot of quotes from here on out. The biggest part of my life with my dad was basketball. Mm -hmm. I haven't really played since he passed. Heavy. Heavy. Yeah. Used to use basketball as an escape, especially with his dad. I wish he could have met you, he tells Katie.
1: You talk about basketball players in hoopers rim. He picked up the ball. The way he picked up the ball lets me know he's a hooper. Greg's a hooper. I it? know. I don't. I can't even explain it. But when you see you a guy walk best. on the court with the ball, like he's holding, he's like picks it up, got it underneath, the dribbles so it he a didn't couple break times. His stride. No, he it was so went. comfortable how he picked up the ball. You know he. Th- you know he hoops. Okay, I know Greg. Well, I told you hoops.
2: the stats. The guy did. The guy did numbers. Yeah, double double. Demontis <laughs> Sabonis type of player. <laughs> Katie says, to me, it means a lot that Greg wants to share that with me. He is turning a page in his life and is ready to find happiness.
1: Oh, also, um, Katie has a terrible shot, jump shot, terrible jump shot. Greg needs to get into coaching because then Greg kind of teaches her how to shoot and she instantly flick of the wrist. The, 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 oh, the, really? form, the form changed. <laughs> Greg changed her form instantly. He needs to look into coaching.
2: I would watch a Bachelor or Bachelorette basketball five-on-five five with, like, former contestants, <laughs> mostly leads who hoop. And especially I current couples, we you should, know what I mean?
1: We should put together a list of uh, of the best hoopers and put them on a team. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet yeah. I bet you could have a good Rachel team. Rachel Lindsay
2: point guard. Yes. Distribute first. We could go on and on. There was a dude who was on the Harlem Globetrotters. Not enough Harlem to talk Globetrotters, about that. There's I been tons of D1 guys. Yeah. Anyway, back to... That would be fun to do something fun with the show. What's his know? name?
1: DeMario absolutely hooped. Remember when DeMario, DeMario was going <laughs> DeMario off? Yeah, go, he was. Absolutely. Before, Before he got his shit a, blown up. to a hilarious end. <laughs> yes. But he was hooping.
2: <laughs> his mom, his older brother Joe, and one of his friends is here. Says, Greg, I don't think they've seen me truly myself the last couple of years. This ends, they got not one, but two uses out of the rain machine... On this season, both with Greg...
1: Now I have a drought have issue, Rim. I mean,
0: what oh, are we now doing now with it's bothering se- you? <laughs> now?
1: It's bothering me a little bit. What are we doing with the rain machine here? Out a second time. This was unnecessary. <laughs> they did it for too long. I got a problem with it now. There's okay. like a fire
2: raging in the background <laughs> on the mountains. Yes,
1: come on, with the with the rain machine the second time.
2: Uh, that's fair. Um, I my thing was where was the rain machine? They pulled I the camera. There <laughs> was nowhere to be found. I it was also <laughs>
1: looking for a gigantic rain. I mean, this was. It's not just sprinkles. This is an absolute that downpour that this machine puts out. And they scanned out. They must have had it on a crane, like way above the tree. But even then, I'm they not. Showed the how the do you plug it in? They showed the whole tree. They showed the whole big ass <laughs> tree and there was nothing. The rain, where it was coming from, was not. Uh, you could not see it. I agree. Crazy. <laughs>
2: They make out against the fence on the basketball court. When I was watching the first time and kind of kind of half paying attention, I looked up and I was like, wait, did it just start random? Was this like a spot of like a heavy rain cloud passed <laughs> over them, right, as they were talking about Seattle? I was so confused because there was nowhere to be found. Anyway, anything else on that?
1: Greg says he's falling so hard for Katie and it's a feeling he hasn't felt in a long time. That's the end of it. I will
2: go deeper into this later. Okay. But there were, especially on the rewatch – Every quote was almost like, Mm. we'll get into it more later. Let's go through what happens in the hometown. Greg keeps repeating, like you just said, that his family hasn't seen him happy since his dad passed. This is one of the most important days of my life. Now, a lot of contestants say that kind of stuff. But in this context of I haven't been happy since my dad died, it gave it a different weight that I didn't. Mm. A weight that was too heavy. Agreed. Intro banter. Greg's mom asks about his limo entrance. His mom says, we've really missed you. And she's looking at him longer. She's kind of looking at him like... We know you're struggling right now. Mm-hmm. We've been worried about you being on the show, yeah. what this experience will do to you. That was the look. I'm obviously reading into a lot of stuff. Well, there, but everything. It, it was like,
1: you're right. Everything everyone said was this guy has not been himself since his dad died. So going everyone. on the show would be, you know, worrisome for everyone around him. And it, that's that showed
2: all the quotes were like that. Yeah. Everything everyone said was like, geez, this guy hasn't been himself. They pull out a family photo, his dad's in it. His sisters couldn't make it, so they made him a video. One quote from his first sister was, I'm super proud of you. I hope you had fun, but I hope, above all, I hope you're happy. The focus, like you just said, from Greg's family members seems to be on Greg finding happiness in his life rather than, yeah, they're they're not concerned, like, I hope you found love. I hope this, the bachelorette was the right fit for you. It's like, I hope you're doing better. Do you think Justin's parents
1: declined doing a video message, too? They're like, no, thank you. We're no, good. We can't get the Zoom to work. <laughs> we're good. We don't <laughs> even no, want to do that.
2: No. The, they were cooking dinner for the night. They have, were having people over that night. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't even do the video this. message. That's if you, you know, think that. really could Can't be bothered. Thanks for breaking this up, baby. Yep. With a, with a little lightness. <laughs> Greg's brother says Greg hasn't been happy in a long time hopefully Katie this I have this in quotes I can only assume he said this verbatim hopefully Katie is the piece that he's missing that's a lot of pressure yeah agree that maybe Katie doesn't even feel yet but she will eventually and it's a lot of hope that his family members are putting in Katie unbeknownst to her that she can fill the hole in Greg's life it's a lot it's a lot Anything before Greg's brother and Katie?
1: No, I just feel bad for calling him sad this whole time. That's really fucked up of me, personally. Uh,
2: I have more. I will, I will rebut that later. Okay. I don't think you should feel too bad about that, because, again, remember, we're watching a show. All we can do is go by we what go they're presenting what, to yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. I should have thought about that, though. Maybe there's some other stuff going on, you know? I, I don't think we knew how recent it was. Do you know what I mean? They might have mentioned it, but it wasn't emphasized. I had emphasized. no idea. I had no idea. Greg's brother and Katie. Katie mentions they both lost their dads. His brother says, You might have been the first person he talked to about that. Wow. Things like this with hometowns in the past, if someone would have said that, and honestly, the first time I watched the episode live, someone says that I think, Wow, that shows how close the contestant and the lead are talking about things that they don't talk about with others. In retrospect, I felt like this was fire alarms going off and maybe his brother trying to say without saying, Oh, he, sh- he shouldn't have been like, he's not even talking to us about this. He shouldn't be here type of mm. like, that's a, okay. I don't, I don't look at that as a good thing. Okay. Because now Greg has tied himself to Katie in a way that he hasn't even, he hasn't even grieved with his family, it seems. So maybe he's not and in the place doing, to be here. He's doing it with Katie. Yeah, He's not in the place to be here. He's doing it with Katie, who is in relationships with multiple other people at the same time.
1: Yeah. Wow. Quick now. I hadn't thought about that. Let's, that is
2: interesting. I just feel, watching this on the second time, I just feel like maybe his family should have like stopped him from... This is not the place to seek the fulfillment he's looking for. Mm -hmm. Greg toasts with his friends. Well, see, this is in poor taste. Now I'm going to make a joke about how one of his friends looked. Greg toasts with his friend, Michael Phelps. The guy looked like Michael Phelps. He did. I mean,
1: what do you want us to? You want us to look like Michael Phelps? The guy looked like Michael Phelps.
2: (laughs) Greg told her he was falling in love with her. He thinks she's feeling the same way, even though she hasn't said it. He's probably right. Greg's eyes are watering in this conversation he even mentions the big takeaway here is that she said she's going to move to they've talked about it and she would move to New York this seems like a done deal
1: yeah he says something Let me. it's gonna be me and her when asked you know is this basically is this serious and he's like yeah this it's gonna be me and her I've never heard them say for sure to their parents like I'm gonna win It's basically what he was saying here. He is very confident that he's
2: winning this season at this point. Greg's mom and Katie. Katie appreciates how honest Greg was right off the bat. He's confident. He's humble. Here's why I like him. Then she says, I hate to use the word front runner, but Greg is someone I have a strong connection with. Mm. Greg will be here next week, she says to his mom. I haven't heard that either. No, you've never heard that. (laughs) But Katie, I think, probably senses this whole time that Greg is... Nervous about. He needs a little, you know. He needs extra validation here. Yeah, reassurance, as they say. So she's doing. I think she did this with his mom, assuming that his mom would like pass that information on to him mm-hmm. in some way. I don't know. Another quote: If he wasn't here, I don't know how confident I would be in this whole thing. Nope. She's making it very clear that Greg would have to royally. Yeah, he's, he's going to win. Not win.
1: Yes, he's going to win, as long as something. <laughs> Dig a miracle for blake to win
2: greg's mom asks if she's in love with him katie tells her what greg said she just wants to save the l word for the final person Mm -hmm. mom's happy to see joy and her son again greg and his mom greg tells her i'm in love with this girl she fills me up i haven't been this happy in a long time his mom is pleased by this news The only hesitation he has is he doesn't want to get down on one knee without knowing for sure she loves him and only him. Greg and Katie. Katie says, hey, your mom told me she hasn't seen this happy in a long time. Greg says this was the big Greg speech. You ready? You interested in hearing me repeat a lot of it? Yeah, yes. Greg says he lost a major piece of himself when his dad died. He's really struggling to get through this talk. He's pausing and crying Mm -hmm. i haven't been this happy in the longest time i didn't know i was gonna fall in love with you and i am in love with you and you make me the happiest i've ever been i see it with you this is real to me two things about that last portion i think that was an indicator he was trying to tell her like cut it i'm ready we don't need to keep going with the show yeah i really love you i think you feel let's the same this. way yeah let's do it cut it we just saw claire's season you can cut it if you want if you feel that way second thing is it was really hard for me to not make a reference to the video where the wrestling fan goes it's still real to me damn it i just <laughs> so i'm gonna say it without saying it <laughs> he goes this is real to me and he's crying and i thought that is just like that video
1: listen all our jokes going forward and probably for this whole episode are said respectfully and uh they're
2: unrelated to unrelated. the of the episode no, That doesn't relate again. to that
1: but that's funny that's funny that's funny <laughs> okay that's a that, that's not in the story the rim and b rimcast <laughs> story but it's on the side in little print that you can read if you're interested in me. some funny commentary it's a footnote
2: <laughs> Greg says this is real to me, and then you got the number at the top number. right. You six. Yeah. and then you, you got a little six. You go to six at the then bottom of the page. six. Yep. And then in in two points. This less... is
1: tiny print. You can't tiny read it. Print. You can't read tiny it tiny unless print. you're looking for it. Okay. Yeah.
2: Tiny print. It goes. Remember that video where the wrestling fan was crying <laughs> and said it's still real to me. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a giggle. Yes. Yeah. So then then we'll you go, go back to the story. Go back to the story. Okay. Katie wipes his tears. <laughs> All right. Greg keeps going. (laughs) That might have been the last joke I have the rest, so I don't know. I haven't made a big deal of (laughs) that, but Greg keeps going. I think he thought like after that big first part, he was like, She's gonna do this, this, and and then that's it. She's gonna say I love you.
1: Yes. Back is what I think he thought. I don't think it was relayed to him at this point that she has she has told multiple people that she's not gonna say I love you either. That's kind of on. Uh, his we, didn't, mom.
2: we didn't see that, but she has told multiple people. I'm saving the L word. Yeah, she told his mom, right? So she told his mom she, yet. I don't think his mom told him no. that. And I don't think after this speech, it would be it would be weird if Katie said, "I'm not going to say the L word yet." We'll get to that in a second, but I think that would have been a weird, rest- like that wasn't the time to tell him. Yeah, no. Here's, I'm holding back no, b- yeah. because I have a rule. Anyway, Greg says, I haven't been this vulnerable with anybody in my entire life. I don't know what else to show you at this point. I'm not going to get down on one knee twice. Katie's kind of just looking at him. There's kind of a quick burst, like giggle, like like kind of a little the giggle, chuckle. Yeah, nervous giggle. Ner- what it
1: was I thought nervous that was. giggle. It was a nervous yeah. giggle. I don't think she knew what to say. No. She knew she
2: had to say something. She wasn't laughing at him. No, 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 no. Or giggling at him. No, no, no. That was a nervous giggle. Greg goes, what? Greg's mad at this point. She goes, I just love looking at you. Kind of, I think she had her hand on her. No, just to be clear, she
1: did not say anything, at least what they showed us. She said nothing in response to him saying, I love you. Okay? Yes. That's where we're at.
2: Greg is upset. I think he felt embarrassed. Yeah. He was embarrassed and annoyed by this. Katie says, yeah, you know, it's tough. I told your family you're here next week. I believe in this process. It's going to be hard. Hang in there. But at the end, it will be worth it. This was code. This was obvious code for I'm picking you. Just chill. Yes. Hang in there.
1: When you tell someone to hang in there, that means you you got it in 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 the bag, pal. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't say that. I agree. Because you don't say, "Hang in there, I'm gonna dump you next week." That doesn't make any sense. Hang in there. You're the winner. Let's just. Do this there's a lot of formalities we have to go through. here. You bullshit. have to go meet Neil Lane. You, we have to do the fantasy suites. We got to do a, a couple more dates. You got to meet my family. All this stuff. Hang in there. Come on. Yes. <laughs> Come on. I agree. I think that's, <laughs> that's what, what she that was, was Come saying, on, pal. Don't blow this up. This isn't a big deal.
2: I think Greg expected her to react the way she would in real life. So so pretend this was a real life scenario. And he said all that. And she's not dating a bunch of other dudes. There's no show. There's no one else in the room. There's no cameras. We're not watching. I think he expected her to say everything she really felt. Yeah. I think she was stuck in show mode. I don't blame her for that. She was trained to be in show mode. She's been in show mode this whole time. It's a habit. You're doing it with all these families, all these months. Maybe in her mind, she's thinking, I can't make it too obvious that I, lo- I got to say it without r- ruining this. I also think Greg was fully out of show mode as if he was just yeah. talking to her. Mm-hmm. And I think that attitude he had seeped through and made this the rest of this interaction really sour. Like he said, let's break show mode. Let's, I love yeah. you. You're it for me. Now you break show mode too. And she didn't want to. No, she had no interest in that. No. And I think he was shut for the rest of the, I think he was done with that and done listening for the rest of the week after this. I
1: mean, let's be honest. She did not respond how anyone would want show or not though. Right?
2: Yeah. There there are ways on the show to respond. We
1: have made fun of people for how they respond to, I love you in the past. Or in like you know it's it's always something like when they when they say I love you and they say, Oh thanks or something like that that's not always great, but she didn't even she didn't even acknowledge it based on what we we saw what we saw what we saw so maybe more will come out and she did acknowledge it more, but based on that i I think you I think you're onto something there with the show versus she was in show mode, I almost think like she was trying to think of what to say and she just froze in the moment like she didn't want like she was stuck in show mode what
2: he's saying was so heavy it's more than just i love you he's like my dad died you're filling the hole my dad left in my life and she's like "She probably thinking holy shit
1: yeah she i think she just froze in the moment also all these things probably running through her head like you know i have these feelings for him i can't ruin the show they told me not to. The producers told me not to say I love you. They're I right got this there. The contract. cameras right here. I have you know all this stuff. You never know what's you never know what's all going through her mind. I think she had so much stuff going in her mind. She just froze up in the moment, and it's understandable why Greg was upset by not getting any sort of uh, acknowledgement there. Uh, but I think it's it was also pretty explainable how she reacted.
2: Yes, agreed. Another factor that may have affected her response in ways I can't comprehend. Katie's Katie lost her dad, too. Mm hmm. I don't know how that affects her in situations like this. He was so effusive about her filling that role or that hole for him. She knows probably that that holes you can't fill that hole. So maybe she was taken aback by him saying hmm. you filled. The hole. And she's you know, she's thinking I had that hole in my life. Uh, A relationship doesn't fix it for you.
1: Does not fill that hole.
2: Yeah. So maybe she was like, pulls back a little bit. Whoa, dude. Yeah. The rest of this interaction was just sour. He, I think, was acting a little childish. On the one hand, like you said, I get it. He just spilled all that and her reaction made him feel embarrassed. On the other hand, you know, like, dude, you got to remember the TV show.
1: He just never could jump back into that that what this actual situation was this entire time, including the next day, he just never could jump back into reality on what, you know, the person that he says he, he loves, he couldn't jump. He couldn't see it on her end ever. Yeah. And jump back into, Hey, this is a TV show, all this stuff, but we'll touch on that more.
2: They had a moment in a dark room. They might've thought that there were no cameras around. Who knows? Um, Katie was talking about how this is hard for her to do with all the families. Mm -hmm. Greg says, This was the biggest step in the world for me tonight. I just don't understand how you don't know at this point. Like we said, the reality show rubbed up against reality. They were in different worlds at this point. Katie made it pretty obvious to him. After the initial like quiet response, I think she made it obvious to him in so many words over and over that she's going to pick him. She said everything other than I'm going to pick you. But I think Greg was done listening. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They walk outside to the car, do a breakup hug, a light smooch on the lips. Anything else to say before we get to the next portion? No. Okay. Blake and Greg
1: chat blake not a care in the world i'm gonna go get a workout in (laughs) not a care have you seen my career he hasn't thought about (laughs) anything he has not thought about you greg he hasn't thought about justin he doesn't care what's going on on those dates he's doing him for these next couple days i went first now i get a little me time little blake (laughs) time get the maple syrup (laughs)
2: He's looking at Greg like, it's probably going to be you, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, Anything hey, could happen. It's early. I can die. Yay.
1: You ever heard of Underdog before? The ultimate underdog <laughs> is Blake. Me.
2: Greg goes to Katie's room. To the camera he says, it's clear to me she's not feeling the same. Um, Disagree. Obviously. I, <laughs> Disagree, I Blake, think, or Greg, excuse Greg. me. Greg's at Katie's room.
1: A lot of quotes coming up. Then we'll debrief. Do you think, before we jump into this, when you watched this the first time and he walks into the room, what did you think in terms of what Greg wanted out of this conversation? Slash, do you think there's anything that could have been done to save it for him? Is there any scenario where Greg in, ends up, you know, happily with her? At the start of this conversation, did you think there was any chance? Or did you think it was over?
2: I saw previews for the season. Sure. I thought, based on those, I thought, this is done. Hmm. Okay. While I was watching live, I didn't... When I watch live, I don't always... I just kind of see what happens. You're just in the moment. I'm just in the moment. Yeah. And then when I rewatch... Now, to answer the question you asked, on my rewatch and... With the knowledge of what happens afterwards, I think he went in there. Yeah. There was nothing that would move him yeah. to change his mind. He went in there set. His decision was made already.
1: But you didn't think that when you first watched, probably. I
2: didn't think either way, necessarily. Okay. I had a feeling they weren't going to get together. They weren't going to reconcile because there's only one, you know, because of the logistics. There's only one episode left. Yeah. I thought, okay, well, this isn't happening. Anyway, Greg says, I just want to talk about the other night. Katie says, "You still seem nervous. You don't seem comfortable. You don't seem happy." Greg says, "You seem fine." That's when I knew, okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's when it was like, all right, okay, this guy's not interested. Little attitude yeah, here. <laughs> little. That's that's not how you start a constructive <laughs> no. conversation, pal. That's
2: not how you fix. No. Uh, you know, he's implying she doesn't care enough about him to be upset because mm-hmm. that's the attitude he's going in here. She doesn't love me. Yeah, that's how he. Th- that's what he thinks. Which we, which we know is like wrong. Yeah, just flat out wrong wrong. Couldn't be further couldn't from the be, truth. Actually. You couldn't be more wrong, pal. Um, first, before we get into this, oh, quick reminder: if you're new here, we are two regular I just dudes. Don't know. We aren't equipped for this. We are not relationship experts. No, we're not psychologists. Uh, we started doing this to make each other laugh while joking about the Bachelor and Bachelorette. I don't have a PhD in everything, and I never will. Do not. Give our opinions on this any weight whatsoever. They are not deserving of weight. We're dumb as hell, too. We are. I am dumb. <laughs>
1: You're dumb. I, <laughs> I'm I don't dumb. know what the.
2: <laughs> Do you have any idea of the number? I I'll g- say this, Rim. People. Yeah. I'm not dumb. I got a whole thing about how dumb we are, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got I got it written out. <laughs> Glad we're on the same page in terms of how dumb we are, especially related to this. We don't yes. know shit about this.
2: I don't know shit. I just want to make you laugh about the batch. This, we are not I fucking equipped. I feel a like people,
1: <laughs> when I, after I watched the episode, I looked in the Facebook group a little bit. I, people are really thirsting for what we have to say oh, about no. this. And it's like, okay, well.
2: That scares me.
1: We're dumb as hell. We're not going to. No, no, what anything. we say here. Is mostly, Let's just end the
2: episode. Let's just end it. <laughs>
1: what we <laughs> say here next week. is not going to be what we uh, we, don't we don't know anything.
2: We don't know anything. I, I can't I thing. can't stress that enough. <laughs> our opinions are no more educated or rational. Mostly, or our experiential opinions are based around own.
1: humor when it comes to this yes. show. So, in terms of you know what these people were going through, in, or I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even know. Just remember, we we're dumb. That's all. <laughs> Just remember.
2: That's all. I think, and maybe this might be me talking out of my ass. A lot more people listen to the show than when we started. We are so thoroughly grateful to have grown an audience to where a lot of people listen to us and care about what we have to say about. The show. Absolutely, that makes no difference. You may, you probably know more. Probably you probably wrong. have better, Is the more relevant experiences in life. Just because we're on a sh- podcast talking about it doesn't mean we know what the fuck we're talking about. That should be the intro to every episode. We <laughs> 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 I mean, know what the fuck we're talking about. You
1: should play the. Yeah, you
2: should I'll play. Just trying to make a, at you
1: the laugh. start of every episode. We don't know what the fuck we're dun-nun, talking dun-nun,
2: about. Dun-nun, dun-nun, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> dun-nun, dun-nun, dun-nun. <laughs> also, I'm not looking. For, I have been like dreading. I've been dreading talking about this. I didn't want to talk about it because it's it's not, it wasn't fun to watch. It was awful to watch. So why would it be fun to talk about? I hated this. Um, And if you're looking for, again, last thing I'll say, if you're looking for the opinion of a smart person, you've probably already sought that out. We're late a week. There have been plenty of clinical psychologists who have discussed this, that I don't have that expertise. Mm -mm. Anyway, thanks for listening. For a friend month at the now end. Now let's of the show. get into this. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's let's, let's do this. <laughs> let's, let's, let's give w-
1: our opinion.
2: <laughs> let's weigh in, AB. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do we're going to go through what happened. And then I have a four point takeaway okay. at the end. Okay. A reminder it means nothing. So Greg starts and he says, I told my mom you were the one. I told my family that. When I expressed that I do love you, I felt like I was doing that to a stranger. So Greg is just, he starts off, he's telling us how he feels about something. That night, here I was thinking I was expressing my love to my future wife, and you just completely dismissed it in my eyes. He's still framing it as, this is how I felt about it. Yeah. Katie apologizes for it coming off that way, explains she hasn't told anyone that she loves him here. She wants to save that for the very end. Yes. Because she said that in that moment, I assume that she hadn't said it to him. Yeah, I don't prior understand. to that. yeah. Greg says he understands you don't acknowledge what I said to you. You completely mowed over it. Pause. I think she did acknowledge it. It's just not the way he was. He thought it would go down in his mind. Mm-hmm. Greg hints that he wasn't asking for her to reciprocate with an expression of love. He just wanted her to acknowledge what she said.
1: Katie Katie notes here just to note Katie said I didn't know what you wanted maybe I was trying to do more listening than talking. Yes. as well. So she it was she was explaining you know her mindset as he was I mean he was talking heavy stuff. Also he talked about the stuff with his dad and then kind of slipped in the I love you. It, it's understandable that she was just listening like comp trying yeah, to yeah. you know totally figure out the best way to react to that because saying i love you also probably isn't the best response either because he's d- talked about all this other stuff with his dad and th- th- those feelings and how she's gonna it's a, it was just a lot so it was understandable how she explained it is that i was just trying to listen to you you were opening up completely it was I didn't want to cut you off or anything like that so she explains it as she was just doing more listening than talking
2: when people say that's a lot to unpack it's usually not a lot to unpack this was a lot this was when Greg gave his speech the night before that was a lot to unpack Yeah, absolutely and there was there was probably no response that was going to meet Greg's Mm -hmm. standards
1: not in a show not on
2: this show Not on the show. Yeah. Not on the show. Greg says he thinks she's giving him a surface level response there. And he goes into something about how he doesn't care about the the roses or the show because this is real to him. It started to take a bad turn here. Up until this point, Greg was saying, this is how I feel about, Mm -hmm. again, not a PhD. This is how I feel about your response. These are things I can't help. This is how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Where it took a bad turn for me was when Greg says, Katie, you're not listening. How can you sit there and say what's wrong for you to sit there in that hallway and tell me that I'm the one giving up on us? It hurt so much. She didn't say you're giving up on us. She indicated she was concerned that he was, which is a reasonable concern given how he's reacting. Yes. It's obvious there's a disconnect. He says, as much as it hurts me, I've reached my breaking point with this. It was never about a rose this week. I was never asking you to confess your love. I was just asking for Katie. Katie says, so, just this one time, you're done. I think an accurate way to describe this is the first time they've had an issue like this. Yeah. It seems unreasonable for Greg to say, I quit because of that. And this is another indication that he walked in the room with no intention of resolving the conflict. Greg says, We're days away from an engagement. And I'm telling you, you filled a hole in my heart and you didn't even acknowledge it. Again, I think that's an exaggerated version of events. Katie's crying. He's about to cry. Kay says she's sorry that night went the way it did. And she's confused about how that can change everything. Greg, once he broke the seal on the you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong. He kept going with it. Yeah. It's also hard to come off reasonable when you're so adamant about ending the, this is allegedly a serious relationship on the verge of engagement. Mm-hmm. You had one moment of miscommunication. It seems like not worth throwing the whole thing away. She says you've been my number one she, since the beginning. She apologized.
1: I just want to note she. I just wanted to note she keeps apologizing. Multiple times. That's yeah. Right.
2: She tells him you've always been my number one th- since the beginning. This upsets Greg. He doesn't want to hear any show-related terminology. Opposite of Hunter in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> Quick little break it up with a joke. This was also, in my opinion, a pretty big overreaction. She's saying the same thing you're saying just in the context of the show you're all on you are
1: currently miked up on a television show still you aren't off the show no she's still on the show as well
2: and in the context of she's dating multiple people you're not she has to have a list yeah that's how it works that's how it works that's, i mean if you're dating multiple people
1: you usually have a thought on where everyone's listed <laughs> Yes. In your head.
2: (laughs) This is how I feel this is going, Greg says. You were telling my family I was getting a rose. I was telling them you were the one. He's trying to create the separation between like, my love is real. Yours is just show love. Yes. When it's the same, it's you know, it's the same thing given their positions. Who cares who's getting sent home? He says, if it's not real, it's not real. That's how you're thinking with this. That's what's going on in your mind. The fact that there's a list right now, that's hurtful to me, Greg says. He seemed just totally repulsed by the concept of the show. Yeah. Which is hard to believe because he was originally, as people have mentioned, he was cast for Claire's season. He should know how the show works at this point. Yes. Greg says, I don't think you get where I'm at. He stands up and looks at her. I'm so confused. I'm so confused and walks out. Um. Any comments thus far before we No, I'll give a
1: broad on? I'll give my broad comments at the end.
2: Okay. Greg leaves after B, Katie goes after him. He's sitting outside, head in hand. Katie finds him, hugs him, says she's sorry. She's next to him. She doesn't know what to do or say, tells him she's shocked and wants to leave. They didn't show Greg saying anything in response.
1: He was standoffish at this point, even more so yeah. than before. He wouldn't look her in the eye anymore. It was I don't everything outside
2: was like you're being a dickhead
1: yeah absolutely
2: Greg doesn't say anything in response Katie asks if there's even a point if she's wasting her time you don't even believe me this whole thing was nothing if you leave she was saying again a lot of things to indicate she cares for Greg in the way he cares for her if that was what he was really looking for there it is throughout instead he gives her this and this is where it kind of went I almost rolled this my eyes. This is where
1: because, this is where it's like, okay, you're acting like a child here, pal. Yes,
2: yes. And I rolled my eyes for a couple of reasons. Instead, he, he, he gives some line about how he deserves. Whenever you go, I deserve the, you know, I. <laughs> he deserves more than what he's been given. I'm done here. The tail end of the outside portion just seemed fake to me. If you want to make the dig that he's the, an actor. This is where you would make it, yeah. and I think it's reasonable. He quits, and I say he quit because the severity of what he's reacting to is you know, not that severe of an offense at all, if it was at all. He should be able to find it within himself to stay. Uh, Katie dips out to her room, cries in the bathroom. Caitlin stops by. The, uh, this was the rest of the, the cliffhanger for what next week is the rest of the show. Any comments on what happened after
1: Katie? the discussion? The way we are left off with Katie... Being done with the show, basically. Now, yes. I'm kind of... It's weird to Why didn't she just end the show for Greg? I wonder, what do you think... Like, she seems like she's willing to end it. I don't know. Um... Like I almost thought she was just gonna end the show, but then how he maybe it was just because of how terribly he was reacting, she realized maybe I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't, don't want to be, with, be with this guy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> with how he's treating me and how he reacted, I guess that's probably that's probably an- answered my own question. But
2: yeah, and he wouldn't have. She could have ended and if it, she, it. I think he might and not he have even. Have, yeah, he wouldn't have cared. He didn't seem interested. He yeah, here's where I think I fall in this. It's not exciting. <laughs> yeah. One thing that's kind of boring to remember, but relevant. We don't know how this was edited. Yeah. Maybe she said a lot more and they cut it. Maybe he said a bunch of meaner stuff and they cut it. We don't know. That goes when you get into serious stuff on the show, you have to call that out. Here's my first point. Greg seemed to be grieving his father much more deeply than we were initially led to believe. When they use deceased relatives on these storylines, it comes off like, wow, that's so sad. I feel empathy for them. I'm glad they've, quote, overcome that obstacle. I'm rooting for this person and their happiness. Mm -hmm. In this instance, I think it happened more recently than we assumed. And it seemed Greg came on the show for something looking for something to fill that void when nothing could he shouldn't have come on the show and or he shouldn't have been cast he has no business looking for a long-term partner right now there are other things he should have addressed instead of putting someone in the position to fill the hole in his life and frankly i think the show probably needs to stop using deceased relatives as storylines if especially if they're recent sure Do you have any opinions on that first point? No. Nope. Okay. When he did the I love you speech to Katie, I understand that puts her in a really tough spot. Not only does she have the show to think about, like she said, but maybe she's overwhelmed by the seriousness of what he's saying. You, this person I've been on two dates with, this person I've been splitting time with, with other guys, this person I barely know, you have filled the deepest hole in me after the worst 18 months of my life. And I love you more than I thought I ever could. Unbelievably heavy stuff.
1: There was just so much more weight to what he was saying than the usual. I love you. That's the problem.
2: Like you said, what a bizarre situation for Katie to be in. Possible. Another note about that. um, The show can say all they want about having there's a push now to have like mental health professionals on set and people to help and all this stuff. The reality is, and always will be, they are not incentivized to help contestants with these issues. They don't want to help. They wanted this or anybody. This is a, this is what they want. Yeah. They want the scene like this, the jarring breakup, the bad, they want the bad relationship guy. Do you think if they could go back in time and like make it so Luke wasn't so awful, they would do that. No. No, they like that. Yeah. And they like this. So I'm, I'm always reluctant to buy that, what they're selling with these that are like, we're going to be better, we're going to be... No, they're not. They're never going to be. Controversy sells more than fairy tales do. Any other notes on that? No. Okay. No
1: disagreements.
2: Okay. I hope I'm not... I... Next. In my opinion, the first part of their conversation the next, the next day, Greg, was inbounds. He was telling her how his responses made him feel. Sure. I think he was overreacting to something relatively small. It was their first and only miscommunication. Probably not worth dissolving the relationship over if you really want to marry this person. So maybe you start to wonder if he ever did. Katie, I think, did her best to meet him there. And I think she did more than enough to get the train back on track and show Greg that she cares for him the same way he cares for her but I don't think he wanted to salvage it. He refused to budge. Where it really went haywire and where I think Greg crossed a red line is when his phrasing turned accusatory yeah. towards her. You did this, you don't understand, you did that. There's no that you can't there's no rebuttal for that. He's not going to change his mind. Once he thinks like you don't get it, there's no Yeah. I don't know. There's no coming back from that for her. He was telling her how it really is rather than to take... She was giving him kind of new information. And he
1: wasn't listening. Yeah.
2: And he, he didn't say, okay, thank you. This is what... That means a lot to me. He said, no, you don't... Like He's just writing it off. And not only did it seem like he had no interest in resolving the miscommunication, his tone grew angrier as the conversation went on, despite her attempts to show him she wants to be with him. Lesser factors that may have contributed... It's possible that Greg was motivated by preventing her from sleeping with Blake. The week he proposes on the show. It falls under the category of you signed up for this. He also it's possible. He's just full of shit and an actor. Yeah. And wants to be the next bachelor. Certainly possible. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I didn't enjoy watching this. I don't. uh, Once again, we're going to leave the season with a sour taste in our mouth. I don't know that I'm going to have a sour taste if this
1: ends up with a fairy, fairy tale ending for Blake, I will still end up with a positive <laughs> taste in my mouth. Okay. Okay. Tasty taste, okay? Uh right. I, I everything you said I can't, I got no 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 problems with. Uh my general thoughts on what happened is it's in my mm-hmm. head it's simple. It's not, it's obviously over my head in terms of what actually happened here, but the way I saw it as I was watching, Greg said something, he he had reached the end point, he had, you know, opened everything up in his life, he broke down all the walls he wanted to, said this thing, he didn't get the response he wanted, so he felt embarrassed and angry, so then the rest of the show, he wanted to make her feel the same way in my mind sure he wanted to embarrass her he wanted to make her feel bad he wanted to belittle her Mm -hmm. and he accomplished it she said even at the end she said something about how her confidence is just completely gone and that's how i took what he was trying to do which is a shitty thing to do to someone especially someone you just said you were you loved yeah like the in terms of whose team I am, I'm Team Katie here. I I just think the way he reacted, I agree. How it started, Greg was acting reasonably, I would say. But the further started. we got, it became completely unreasonable how he was reacting, especially yeah. to someone he just was saying he like. If you actually love someone, and you're in a place in, in a place in your life to love someone. It would not trigger what how you just reacted to her. You, he was acting completely childish. He was uh, throwing it all on her, every single thing, even though she was apologizing along the way. Like, I'm sorry I made And giving
2: him what he was asking for initially.
1: She basically said, I'm sorry for how I responded. I didn't respond appropriately. She said that to him.
2: And that was it.
1: And, and that it should have I. been it. It should have been like, okay, that's fine. This was just how I felt. You've apologized for it. You've also t- basically told me that you feel the same way. He didn't want to listen to her either at any point. I don't I just don't think I just think he saw red and he was like let me lay into her.
2: Let me win. Let me I win, this. win this. Yes,
1: I'm going I've I have to I have to change this because I'm going to be I think he thought he was going to lose. I think he thought he was going home based on how he's responding. Mm. He wasn't really understanding the show and then the I don't the way he acted just was not
2: <laughs> well said. And you know, wasn't the, acceptable. the way when he was on the, when he was on the chair and she came out after him and she was next to him and his, and this is kind of why I said it seemed fake a little bit. His attitude changed. His attitude changed to where like, he felt like he was had the upper, upper hand, hand again yeah. and he acted. His yep. his tone changed. Like, I won this because you're trying Cause to get Because now me back.
1: you're feel now you are the one. Like you said, I have now the now power at that. this point, and that's what I, I feel like he was trying to do. I just feel like the entire thing was him trying to hurt her because he had felt hurt about it.
2: Well, he said that much more succinctly than I said, and you just said it better. So yeah, I mean
1: that's how I came away was pro Katie, and I just did not feel like Greg was. That's not how you treat someone. And I feel like he was the emotion. I think he, I feel like he meant to be doing it too. I don't, I, I feel yeah. like he meant to emotionally hurt her. That was the goal of what he was doing. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know.
2: No, 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 you're not. I, uh, the next day when Greg went to talk to her, a lot of in inexcus- a lot of that is inexcusable. Yeah. I, I don't know. I keep going back to, they shouldn't have fucking cast him on the show. Yeah. He shouldn't have wanted to come on the show. His family shouldn't have let him be on the show. Saying that someone fills the hole left by my dad who died a year and a half ago. It, this was a recipe. This was once again a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. And I think we've also been fed so many storylines, similar storylines where someone suffers some tragic loss or has a tragic breakup and like coming on the show gives and it makes you feel good. But I don't know. You're you're playing with fire. Sure a lot of things Greg said all season and what his family said in this hometown were for lack of a better term, red flags, like, Holy shit, this is going to end poorly, whether it ends poorly uh, next episode or in three months, this is going to end poorly because it's not sustainable. So I don't, I don't mean to like defend Greg or yeah. just, I think it was, a, this was fucking just bad and I didn't like watching it. Then The night, the end of the conversation when she, he didn't get the response he wanted, it was all downhill from there for him, on his part. Anyway, I don't mean to like steal the last word from you. No, either. you're good. All right. Anything else to say about that, AB?
1: No, I think we both set our p- points here. And do you want to do the mailbag? Well, first, can we talk about the cutscene, Ram? A little f- uh, f- funny ending to this. It. One of the funniest things I've
2: ever seen. You oh, didn't watch they the have end of some, it? I didn't watch rewatch it. They did after
1: what's coming up next they did to close the episode uh, a cut scene of all of greg and katie's uh, favorite moments with funny with like sad music over it should have had freaking arms of an angel playing with it rim they acted like this that they both had died
2: that's what this this show doesn't have its finger on the pulse of anything. (laughs) They can't be trusted to handle anything well. That is why I just
1: I was laughing so hard at this. I was dying laughing. I'm just thinking of the producer that put this together and thought this was a good idea. Like we care about this relationship anymore. They. (laughs) I've never even seen them do a cutscene like that. <laughs> they did a 2 minute cutscene of their best moments.
2: Crazy. Crazy. Crazy.
1: I don't know. I'm a, I am uh I'm very interested in what happens on after the final rose. I'll say that.
2: Mailbag. Sorry to anybody I let down. 773-234-7794. <laughs> Last week's questions. What are your thoughts on Michael particularly as a potential bachelor option? First thing I want to mention because we got some responses related to this any bachelor season with michael would take place either in ohio or with Mm -hmm. his kid on site that's there it goes without saying we're not we wouldn't praise him for leaving the show to be with his kid only to say what a great thing it would be for him to leave for three more months six Um, months later i mean it would be in Ohio.
1: that is an assumption that i've made is if when he is the bachelor uh his kid will be a large part, just like Emily Maynard. We saw her all the time. They went to
2: Charlotte. They rented a thing in Charlotte.
1: Yeah, they just did it, did it where they live. But that's the, and that's the only way he would do it, I would assume. Of course. Assume. Of course. If I know Michael like I think I know Michael, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the only way they're going to do it. Reg- Jen from DC, regarding Michael's departure, both of you had reasonable takes, but I feel like you missed an important piece that seemed to make a difference for Michael. James is four. He went through a long illness with his mom and now she's gone. Death and absence for children at that age is confusing. So, Michael is adding to the loss, adding in the loss of the mom into the trauma of the kid thinking he's losing dad too. That's a complete no brainer. Also, I heard on another podcast a good point that. If Michael really had a shot to win that's at least another month away from his son. I actually think it would be more traumatic for him and especially his son to see him for a few hours or days on hometowns if he was just going to leave again for a few weeks so he may have already made the choice not to see him or or the family members maybe flying out there again like the last two COVID seasons. And I wouldn't let them put my four-year-old on a plane in COVID to go anywhere. Last thing is that parent guilt is real even when you are doing your best and deserve some me time and self care. If the children are in crisis though, your needs get put on hold for that moment. That's the deal we make. Thank you, Jen. Any comments on that, AB? I,
1: I got no no issues with anything they just said. I would just I th- I still think kids say shit all the time and I don't think the kid was in crisis mode at that moment and if someone would have just sat down and talked to Michael, I think he could have re- I think he thought that the kid was in like this mm. this is going to start to really affect the kid. I don't I'm not sold
2: on that being the case there. I I don't know. Thank you, Jen. Michael from Spokane I absolutely do not want Michael A. to be the next Bachelor. He's clearly a great guy and a father, but if The Bachelor follows their formula of casting 20-somethings, who, wants to be, who want to be influencers? I can't see a lot of those girls wanting to move to Akron to be a stepmom. Their poor casting will lead to another non-proposal or very short engagement, and while I do not want to see that sort of trauma inflicted on James, more so I don't want Ari to be the last successful lead. Thank you, Michael. 909 area code at while i wouldn't consider myself a michael hater i do hate the idea of him becoming a bachelor i think he is a lovely kind man who deserves a cool show on hgtv or something but the bachelor Miss me with that shit this show is already irresponsible about trauma bonding and emotional manipulation he has a whole ass child to take care of and i don't think the bachelor franchise is a great place to him for him or his son to heal also all the women are going to have some sob story and it's going to turn into a pissing contest about who's the most broken Part of the enjoyment of the show is drama and silliness, and if everyone is so wholesome and good, where will we get the juicy bits from? I think it could bring a really heavy tone to the show. Thank you, 909. Camille from Seattle, Washington. Michael has the potential to be the greatest bachelor since Ben Higgins or Sean Lowe, and and we as a fan base need him. Fans have been complaining about the lack of maturity in specifically The Bachelor, for a long time and often blame the women. However, I think we need to look at The Bachelors themselves. Can we really expect 23-year-old women to seriously consider marriage with Peter Weber, Colton Underwood, or Matt James? Just like the Seattle Seahawks, I believe the women, even if cast young, will rise to the challenge challenge of their suitor. When Jason Mesnick was The Bachelor, his final two were quite young in their mid-twenties, but they were so enamored by what a man Jason was and truly seeing themselves in a life that they wanted— in a life they wanted, that they rose the occasion. I also think Michael has the potential to act early drama in really entertaining ways. He has a perspective of what a real tragedy and suffering is and won't have as many somewhat superficial breakdowns played up for the camera. He is compelling. Television will bring The Bachelor back to its former glory. Thank you, Camille. This is from Molly. I'm pretty flippy-floppy on Michael. Part of me thinks he's a chill, genuine dude, and the other part of me thinks he's just playing a part, especially with that corny pocket watch stuff. He sort of reminds me of Jason Bateman typecast as an untrustworthy nice guy. Like, I want to believe, but the unnecessary leaving reminded me of my actual fave batch batch franchise single parent, Kenny. While I'm glad Michael was part of the cast, my new hot take is that maybe parents should not be on the show at all if the early sendbacks keep happening. My dad frequently had to leave for long periods of time up for work and I even convinced my mom the house was haunted to get him back to return early. Kids are wild and miss their parents and say and do dumb stuff when they're away. However, however, maybe national TV isn't a great space for finding a spouse to co-parent a real developing human. Thank you, Molly.
1: Yeah, I, I hear you. I I think people are thinking like it's super black and white, more so than it is. Like I don't know if I'm a single dad. I went through all this, and I'm offered this opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know that I'd turn it down. I like, and I feel like that doesn't make me a bad dad, Man. and it doesn't make Michael a bad dad. I don't know. I don't know. It's just. It's gray. I think there, it's I think it's a t- gray area. I think people are going too far each way on terms of Michael.
2: Addison, thank you, Molly. I do not think Michael should be the next bachelor. He does not seem ready for another woman to replace his late wife. His reason for leaving early was an easy out because although he may have been genuinely falling for Katie, he got spooked and wasn't ready in the end. He definitely used his son as an excuse to leave instead of owning up to the real reason. Thank you, Addison. Interesting. 317 area code. If Michael A. were the next Bachelor I would watch with bells on, I think it could signal a return to The Bachelor of Yore, a season that feels romantic and capable of producing an actual love story with staying power, assuming producers assembled a decent cast, which isn't by any means a foregone conclusion. But does he want it? Here's my opinion as a single mom who recently fell in love with a single dad. What I saw... They say they both listened together. That's cute. Thank you. Thank you. What I saw as a viewer was someone who was grieving his wife, who just didn't feel... What he needed to feel for Katie to make it all work. Kids say mean shit every day, as you mentioned, and though it clearly wrecked him to hear it, it should not have been enough to send him home given the timeline if he loved Katie. The I have to go home for my kid thing is an airtight, impenetrable reason to leave that no person can argue, least of all a person without kids. I think he realized during the group date the night before that she was serious and was imagining a future with him, and that caused him to try and do the same. He couldn't picture it and sent himself packing. Thank you, 317.
1: That's a good one. I'd never, I hadn't thought of that. Kids are the ultimate excuse to get out of stuff. It's one of the re- main it's one of the biggest positives of having a kid honestly is being able to use him to get out of stuff you don't want to do. So maybe that's just what he was doing. Maybe Loving them he just and watching didn't want to grow
2: wanna... and mature, being able to get out of social things.
1: Maybe maybe he just didn't want to be there anymore and he used the excuse. Hey. I like Greg
2: Takes. Oh, Greg Takes. I got four of them here. This is KP. So Greg not only sucks, but needs to find a therapist ape ASAP. I hate him so much. Katie has oh. gone out of her way to make him feel better every single time they've seen each other. Every single time, all caps. She's babied TF out of him. But because she won't say she loves him and set this boundary she set and done an amazing job communicating that boundary. But it's not good enough for him. He needs her to validate him and do what he wants when he wants it. I wasn't asking for a lot, Greg said. Saying I love you, this is all caps now. Saying I love you is asking for a lot, Greg. You signed up for the show, dude. Grow up. Thank you, KP. 631 area code. I think Greg had deeper feelings than Katie, and when she showed him that, he believed her and left. Now everyone is turning on him. I think it's pretty disgusting how quickly people want to believe the worst of someone. Greg showed us who he was for weeks and weeks, but now the fans are turning on him. I am Team Greg. Thank you, 631. This is from Vanessa fuck Greg. a b was spot on a <laughs> b was spot on he is a bad time all caps thank you Vanessa Dylan in fuck Michigan
1: Greg you know I almost started what I said with that but then I pulled back a little bit I'm gonna be honest I'll be come full full circle here I almost said that fuck
2: I wouldn't Greg. i mean i I'm reading it because I think it's a reasonable opinion to have i don't yeah. I don't know what the I don't know mm-hmm. it's just I just don't think it's I'm not comfortable at all. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Dylan in Michigan, hundred percent team. Katie, Greg was totally anti bachelor process and was totally out of line. Katie was trying to protect everyone by d- being cautious with the L word. Greg was incredibly cruel to her by leaving her lying on the ground and taking a bunch of shots at her on the way out. I hope Katie and Tasha rip him a new, I hope Katie and Tasha slash Caitlin Rip him a new one out, after the final rose. Biggest villain contestant since Luke P. Guy's perspective Greg sucks. Thank you, Dylan. Ashley from Seattle. I think the Greg situation is super complicated, but is anyone else getting Peter, K. and Rachel vibes from the Katie and Greg convo? Are we seeing that at all? Will it come out that this was edited to make Greg look more reasonable? Just a theory. Thank you, Ashley. I am unaware of any Peter and Rachel, they made that look better for Peter. I totally believe it because they obviously wanted him to be the bachelor. So I just was unaware of that. Mm -hmm. This is unrelated Kwaku from Knoxville, bad reception in the mountains. So it didn't come through last week. I think wide Giannis takes his talents to Michelle's season coming on midway and becoming an instant front runner, much like Blake did with Katie and Michelle did with Matt for that matter. Andrew and Michelle would make a great couple due to their athletic backgrounds, positive energy, and great sense of humor. I know Matt brought this up this his season, but the pressure for him to choose a black partner, but I would love for it to happen at least once on this show. Fact check me because I'm speculating. It's probably happened on Paradise. Obviously, never on a flagship show. Yeah. Okay. I think next week's question should be. um, uh, Give us your take Weigh in. And if you got credentials, give us your take.
1: Give us your take. Yeah, obviously, that's the question here today this week.
2: Just let us know respectfully, not trying to anger anybody. You can sense the fear in my voice as I'm asking for your... I'm, I'm just terrified scared. out here. I'm just terrified. <laughs> I just hope I... You started this by mentioning like people are interested in what we have to hear. That fucking scares me because I have no idea what I'm talking about on this topic. So, <laughs> 773-234-7794. Do you have a headline of the week, AB?
1: Uh, Yeah, I got a couple... Uh. The Bachelor names its first black executive producer in the history of the franchise, People.com from two days ago. Saw that. Uh, Jody uh, Jody Baskerville, hope I'm saying that right, who has worked with the franchise for just over 10 or just under 10 years, will now serve as uh, an executive producer. So that's good to hear. Other thing is uh, sad news, Rem. Uh, more sad news for this episode. JP and Ashley divorce is official. I was holding out hope uh that they would reconcile because i love that couple but they are not Same. and pilot pete has a, a book i don't know if you saw that pilot is pete. it a children's book children's book that's yep. right adventures of pilot pete looks good hey looks good we money. want shit on pilot pete i'm not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> book looks good artwork looks good on the front that's the pilot key pete. that's the key the artwork is good on the front
2: We'll update Batch Bracket next week. Stephanie C. and Sarah Grace A. are leading with 173. I imagine there will be no changes to... <laughs> yeah. Do you want to make a prediction for next tomorrow's episode, I guess? I have a feeling it's just over.
1: Is it possible that Greg comes back? No. Okay. Now that that's gone, I still
2: think... You think she's going to pick somebody? Maybe, Blake. I don't know. I... I still I go back to if she No fantasy suite. She could have
1: just ended it and went home with him. So I think there was still some I don't think she was sold on Greg 100%, do you? You I think don't she know. was sold? Um, I don't know. My brain is fried. I don't know. I could see it going either way. I'm going to predict that she picks Blake. That's my prediction. A bad prediction. <laughs>
2: no such thing.
1: What's your prediction? Do you think they do anything do you think there are any more dates? Over or under 0.5 dates. Way under. <laughs> you can't go way under.
2: Way under. <laughs> okay. So zero. There are no more dates. It's gonna be pickup. Yeah no.
1: Okay. If there's no winners, that probably means Blake's in paradise, which is a win for us. Okay. Well, that's this a, positive to a positive spin zone. Let me put, well, let me swing this a positive way. We're <clears throat> friend- Justin. Well Justin's probably, he's not winning anyway. so
2: we knew he'd be there, probably. I think it was too late for him. I think he was there too long to film. Oh, were they there too
1: long? Maybe for Blake too, yeah. Oh, never mind.
2: Maybe they can come late though. Yeah, you never know. Refer a friend month was all July. Thank you to everyone who referred their friends. It means a lot to us. That is the biggest endorsement you can give of the show absolutely the There's no better higher quality way to grow an audience than referrals from people who listen. That means so much to us that you would do that. Truly. Absolutely. So thank you for everyone who did that. We're giving away 10 stickers and one grand prize, a t-shirt message us. If you're one of the winners, preferably through the same medium that you messaged us to enter. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I have all the ads here. I have all that stuff. So If it's been a few days, I'll reach out to you. Okay. Okay, the winners. I just did a spinny thing. We cut out a lot of time. I just did a spinny thing on the internet. Here are the winners of the stickers. Kate S. Hannah A. Colleen from the 206. Emily F. Tracy. Sandia. Paige. Emma H. Stevie S. Miranda H. The winner of the T-shirt, Jenny S.
1: Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, everybody. Everybody. Thank you. Thank thank
2: you. you. Appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun seeing those messages. People are sending screenshots. It was funny. Some of the conversations people (laughs) would. It's always funny reading other people's (laughs) text messages to each other. It feels uncomfortable. Some of y'all should have blocked out some names, but I I promise I won't tell. Um, Thank you all for listening. Thanks for being patient this week. Yes. Anything else to say, B? Uh, a little
1: teaser, Rim. A lot of people have been asking how my Disney trip went. Um, I'm going to talk about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to talk about it on more Rim and AB this upcoming week. I got a segment scheduled here. I got a lot of thoughts. Okay. A lot of thoughts on our Patreon. Okay.
2: Patreon.com slash Rim and AB. One of the great tie-ins. That's
1: a tie-in if you want to hear it. <laughs> Got the check. Got <laughs> the check.
2: Thanks for listening and talk to you later.